You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And behind this introduction is more Jocko Willink. This is a YouTube video created by Mulligan Brothers. At the 3 minute and 5 second mark, Jocko is talking about how every second counts. And then he goes on to talk about how we create lies to support what we don't do. Here we go. Every second counts. So make every second. How do you stop making excuses? This is actually pretty simple. Yeah, and I said it the other day, and you have to realize, you have to know, you have to accept that all your excuses are lies. They are lies, all of them. Think about the things that you tell yourself, the lies you use to rationalize taking the easy road. Taking the easy road and leaving discipline behind. Think about them. You don't have time. That's a lie. You don't have support. That's a lie. You don't have the equipment or the gear. Lies. You don't you don't know the best way. Who cares? That's a lie. Or you're too old or you're too young. Of course you're too old or too young. Lie. And there's you're too busy. Sure you are. That's a lie. And you're too tired or you're too sore or you're just plain not feeling it. Lies, lies, lies. And the list goes on and on and on. And it doesn't stop if you don't make it stop. So recognize. Recognize the excuses are not valid. They aren't. They're trumped up. They're conjured up. They're fabricated. They're lies. And how do you stop the lies? You stop the lies with the truth. The truth. The truth will set you free. The truth will stand and the truth will deliver you from procrastination and laziness and the downward spiral that comes with a lack of discipline. So, don't believe the lies. Believe the truth. And the truth is, you have time. You have the skill. You have the knowledge and the support and the willpower and the discipline to get it done. So, cast out the lies. Burn them down and listen to the truth and live the truth and go out and get it done self-help or self-management or self-improvement 
don't really like what those words have come to mean these days. Because there's a, a lot of people out there that are constantly trying to improve themselves by looking for the one change. The one change, right? The one change in their life that's going to make their dreams come true. And even worse, on top of that, there's a lot of people out there, a lot of self-help gurus and these hyperactive motivational speakers and these other self-appointed modern Zen yoga warriors that they're trying to sell the one thing. They're trying to sell the nine steps or the enlightened path that's going to allow you to unlock all of your human potential and fulfill the dreams so you can live the life that you've you've always wanted to live now I'm no guru and I definitely I'm no guru and I definitely don't claim to be I'm just a man but I will tell you this it isn't one thing and it isn't 10 things and it isn't 100 things it isn't a quick path and there are no shortcuts and meditation won't get you there and neither will a miracle drug or an organic supplement or some superfood getting better isn't a hack or a trick or a one change that you need to make getting better is a campaign it's a campaign it's a daily a weekly it's an hourly fight an incessant fight that doesn't stop against weakness and against temptation and against laziness it's a campaign of discipline it's a campaign of hard work and dedication it's waking up early and going to bed late and grinding out every second in between every single day So, you want to get better? You want to self-improve? Stop looking for a shortcut and go find your alarm clock. Find your discipline. And find your guts and your passion and your drive and find your will. And then, and then, you will find your freedom. Those days when I'm tired or worn out or just basically sick of the grind. What do I do on those days? I go anyways. I get it done even if I'm just going through the motions. I go through the motions. I don't really want to work out I work out I, I really don't want to hammer on a project I hammer on the project don't really want to get up and get out of bed yeah I get up and get out of bed now these could be signals that you need some time off and those signals might be right. They could be correct. But don't take today off. Not today. Wait until tomorrow. 
don't, don't give in to the immediate gratification that is whispering in your ear. Shut that down. Do not listen to that little voice. Instead, go through the motions. Lift the weights. Sprint the hill. Work on the project. Get out of bed. Now, as an overall rule, I do not like procrastination. You need to get things done. But if you are going to rest, that is one thing that you should procrastinate on. That's the one thing I want you to put off until tomorrow. And if when tomorrow comes, you still feel like you need to rest or you need to take a break, then okay. Take it. But the chances are you won't. You won't need that rest. Chances are you will realize that the desire to rest was just weakness. It was just the desire to take the path of least resistance, the downhill path, the easy path. And by simply going through the motions, you overcame that path and you stayed on the righteous path, the disciplined path. You stayed on the war path, which is right where you know keep getting asked this type of question how do I get discipline or how do I want discipline or how do I maintain discipline and the answer it's it's a simple answer but obviously I keep getting asked this type of question how do I get discipline or how do I want discipline or how do I maintain discipline and the answer it's it's a simple answer but obviously it's not easy. And there's all, all kinds of little tricks and methods that people talk about. And, you know, they have some merit. You know, maybe they do work. These, these things, you know, do the little things people say and, and wake up early. I say that. And write things down. And take cold showers. And t tell everyone what you're going to do. So broadcast it. And make promises or, or make bets with, with your friends of something that you don't want to lose. And, and those things, those ideas, they're, they're cool. I'm sure they're going to have some impact. And if they work for you, that's, that's awesome. But, but the fact of the matter is that the reason discipline is hard to maintain is because it is hard to maintain. That's what makes discipline hard. It's hard. And if you hear me claim that discipline is easy for me, then straight up, that's just my ego talking. That's what that is. Because I'm, unfortunately just as human as everyone else. And it is work to maintain the discipline. That's what it is, work. H holding the line. Maintaining the standard. 
giving no slack, none. That's the discipline. That's the discipline, and it is hard. And if there's one thing I would say that does make it easier, it's to envision what it feels like when you're done. What it feels like after you've worked out or you've held the line on your food intake or you've pushed through some monotonous project that you have to do and all those things when they're done they feel good and contrary to that envision what you will feel like later when you let the discipline slack you know the feeling feeling weak and defeated and you know that you're falling behind So get to know those two different types of feelings and ask yourself which one you want to feel in 10 minutes or in a half an hour. When, when the thing is done, when the discipline has been implemented. Remember what that feels like and then remember that those Minutes and those hours, they turn into weeks and months and years. And holding the line in those critical minutes will put you in an infinitely better place physically and mentally if you maintain the discipline. Things go wrong. They always seem to happen at once and they just compound on top of each other. And it's pretty easy sometimes to to feel beaten when you're faced with all those issues and all those problems and they all hit you at the same time but let me tell you that that doesn't mean give up in fact it means the opposite it means it's time for you to fight harder to dig in means it's time for you to go on the war path. And that starts with one of the fundamental laws of combat leadership, prioritize and execute. What's the biggest problem? Well, what's causing the most stress? Family? Okay. Sit them down. Explain where you are at. Be blunt. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections, and this is an extension of a segment that began with a conversation about enlightened self-interest that shifted to a discussion about win-win that led to me finding the following audio to share with you now, which I think is absolutely remarkable. But it doesn't really matter what I think. What's important is what you guys think. This is Jana Bolin singing The Seven Habits from The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Be proactive, you're in charge, begin with 
the end and my success will be large Put first things first, work then play You should think win-win every single day Be proactive, you're in charge Begin with the end and my success will be large Put first things first, work then play You should think win Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. That's from the Bowling Green Area Chamber of Commerce, the leader in me, sck.com. I'll include the link. Pretty cool stuff.
pretty cool stuff. Thank you, Lulu and Condensation. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. When writing the story of your life, don't let anyone else hold the pen. Harley Davidson. At Lighthouse Reflections, we believe that intricately hidden in a quotation are powerful messages of inspiration. Our goal is to discover and share a new message, a new treasure, every single day. Kuntz's Corner captures the essence of a quote and then breaks it down into a logical, applicable message designed to support the best you possible through the magic of empowering questions. Between where you are and where you want to be, there is a chasm known as the belief gap. Our content is focused on helping you build your own personal bridge to span your individual gap. At Lighthouse Reflections, we believe that impossible is really just fear in disguise, and the only things that are really impossible are the things we choose to believe are impossible. Believe completely, dare greatly, achieve accordingly. Make today an incredibly amazing day. Wishing you the best. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And behind this brief introduction is a message from Rory Vaden, author, business owner, entrepreneur, keynote speaker, all-around incredible human being, talking about why goals and New Year's resolutions fail and the science and the study behind it that went into it. Rory Vaden's a best-selling author. He's written two books, Procrastinate on Purpose and Take the Stairs. Both of them are incredible. He's an amazing speaker. I'm part of his mastermind group with his company and I spend time learning from him every month, twice a month. This guy's amazing. He's got an incredible podcast as well. The Action Catalyst podcast is unbelievable. He's the real deal. Take a listen. I think you guys are going to appreciate this one. is that we looked, we conducted a national study on New Year's resolutions. We looked at the data behind who makes resolutions and why do they survive and why do they fail. And here's what we found. We found that 66% of people who make resolutions will not follow through on their resolutions beyond 30 days. So 66%, two-thirds of the people who set a goal, who say, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to do something different. This is going to be the year that I blank. Or now is the time that I'm going to change this. Or I'm going to work out. Or I'm going to sell more. Or I'm going to write that book. Or I'm going to be a better leader. Or whatever it is, 66% of us 
who say that will fail within 30 days. We won't even make it 30 days. One of the things that's interesting about that statistic is we know that actually 18% of people don't even keep their resolution for a single day. They literally, at the start of the day, they say, today's the day, I'm going to do this, I'm going to make this change, and by the end of the day, we're sitting there going, oh man, I just, I can't do this anymore, I can't keep up with it, it's too much, you know, and we, we give up on our resolutions. That's what we know about the data. That is what the, the research tells us in terms of the, the people who will fail. So the question is, why does that happen? Why do most New Year's resolutions fail? Why do most goals fail? And it's really simple, okay? Super simple. One big idea here, which is that most people fail because they only set results goals and they don't set activity goals. The reason that most goals fail is because they set results goals, but they don't set activity goals. So what's the difference between the two? Well, a results goal is a goal like, I want to lose 10 pounds, or I want to make an extra $100,000, or I want to um, you know, achieve something by some deadline. A results goal is a result. And most of us, when we think about goals, we think about results that we want to achieve. And it's not bad that you should have results goals, you should have results, but the reason why most goals fail is because you don't just want results goals, you want activity goals. What are activity goals? Activity goals are different. Activity goals are things that are 100% in your control. They are 100% things that you can focus on, things that you can do, behaviors that you are in charge of that uh, ultimately drive towards the result goal. So what's an example of an activity goal? Well, I'll share with you one of mine. One activity goal that I set three years ago, three years ago, was that I was going to exercise every single day. Every single day. And what you're looking at right here, this is my uh, home gym, which three years ago, I did not have my own home gym. But I, I'm showing you this because three years ago, I said, I'm going to exercise every single day. Now, here's the thing. I only exercise 15 minutes every day. Some days I do go longer, but my only to hit my goal, I have to exercise 15 minutes every day. doesn't matter if I'm sick. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And if you know me at all, even a little bit, if you've ever listened to any of my content, then you know that it's my goal each and every day to source content that is valuable, that has the potential, if you decide to use it in your life, to change your life for the better. It's a choice, though. It's a choice that we each get to make every day. Time. We all have the exact same amount of time. All of us, this next YouTube video from Rory Vaden is absolutely, positively eye-opening because they conducted a survey within their organization of all the people that they're involved with. And the numbers of people who all want the exact same thing is astronomical. And I would, I would go as far as to say that the individuals that are here on this platform that listen to my station, at least anyway. I, I can't speak for other stations, but anybody that's spending time listening to my station or a station like mine, a station like Positive Vibes or 
The Man of Steel, uh, a.k.a. Richie Rich. Uh, if they're listening to Mark Ward the Pill, if they're listening to uh, Maria Humphreys, uh, if they're listening to Bright Beautiful World, if they're listening to uh, Anchor Next Gen, or KT, or We Live on a Planet, or you get the idea. I could go on and on and on. I could spend the entire five minutes listing stations, but you get the idea. My goal is to bring valuable content to my station for you to decide, for you to make a decision about whether you want to try to employ any of the strategies that are included in that content in your life so that you can have a better life. If that's what you want, if that's what you choose. Life is a choice. Everything we do is a choice. It all begins first in thought, and then we decide what we're going to do. This video from Rory Vaden, The First Step to Work-Life Balance, is absolutely phenomenal. If I had named it, I would have called it The First Step to Work-Life Harmony, because balance is impossible to achieve. Now, he's describing it as work-life harmony, so we're on the same page, and he's way more successful than I am at this present moment in time and he's a mentor of mine I'm learning from him so I value what he has to say because he's already done the things that I want to do he's already doing the things that I want to do he's already being the kind of person that I intend to be that I have set an intention to become so take a listen if you find value here then plug some of these strategies into your life this stuff's remarkable if not, swipe left, and then you'll be on your way. Take care, everybody. Enjoy. So recently, we did a survey of our email list, of all the people who subscribe at RoryVadenBlog.com and who follow the podcast and people who are our coaching clients and uh, past you know, clients and companies who've hired me to come speak at their annual event and people who've read Take the Stairs or Procrastinate on Purpose, people who have watched the uh, my TED Talk on how to multiply time, right? We have all these people who subscribe to, you know, the various types of content that we and, you know, me, myself specifically, that I put out as a part of, of, as a part of uh, our platform at Southwestern Consulting. And one of the questions that we asked is, what topics are you most interested in? And it wasn't really surprising to find that 79.9%, that was the exact percentage, 79.9% of the people who are following us in our network through these various channels are interested in time management, I'm reading it, time management and productivity. So that was the category. So almost 80%, 8 out of 10 people are saying publicly that time management is something I struggle with, that productivity is a place that I need to improve, that maximizing my efficiency and my results is something that I have a desire to get better at or I have a need to get better at. And the phrase in the comments that people always use is they say, gosh, I'm struggling with work-life balance or I, I wish I had more balance between work-life and home-life. And